Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. Moline is facing an election between two candidates with two different visions of the city's future and how we get there. Businesswoman Stephanie Acri won election to the Moline Mayor's Office four years ago. Sangeeta Rayapati won election to the Moline Coal Valley School Board and has served as its president for the past two years. We talked with both candidates in two separate interviews you can hear on two different podcasts. In this podcast, we talk with challenger Sangeeta Rayapati. So you have run for office before the school board, of course. This is the first time that you're running for a city office, mayor, candidate. Uh, tell me, wh- what would be your top priority for 2021? Well, the top priority, uh, number one, is to make sure our staffing levels are correct. You know, I was really alarmed to um, discover that we have not had a community and economic development director since April of 2019. And uh, if we truly believe that economic development is the lifeblood of our community. If we're going to create growth and not have to um, burden taxpayers, then we've really got to make sure we have that proper staff in place and um, and that we're moving ahead. And, and that moves us out of the stagnation we've seen for at least the last two years. Uh, in addition to that, having a permanent city administrator is really important. So. I want to make sure our staffing levels are right so that we can move things ahead in economic development and growth and then also make sure we're meeting the needs of our residents. Now, you, you point out that, that the current mayor, Stephanie Acri, uh, uh, perhaps has not uh, uh, administered the city correctly and that we've lost all of these uh, people that have been uh, department heads as well as other positions. Do you lay it all on her doorfront or, or is it a possibility that a number of these people needed to move on or, or wanted to move on? Well, certainly there are always multiple reasons why uh, people leave. But as many uh, people I've talked to point out, People don't leave bad jobs, they leave bad bosses. And uh, I can't lay all the blame at her feet, um, but I do think that there's a culture uh, that is a different leadership style than what I bring to the table, which is I I build teams. That's what I've done professionally. That's what I've done on the school board. Um, That's what works to help empower the staff that are the ones called to live out um, and make happen all the visions that the elected leadership um, have. So I really think that um, my way or the highway approaches don't work for service organizations like city government. I really think that team building approaches to to leadership are the things that keep people here 
and uh, lead to better outcomes. You've been the president of the uh, Moline Cole Valley School District for a few years, I, I believe two years if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. What have you learned in those two years that think uh, that you could take as far as leadership is concerned other than team building? Because uh, you have to deal with budgets, you have to deal with a whole lot of different issues. Yeah, I, I've really learned that um, attention to community engagement, he, reaching back to our families um, and residents is just as important as detailed budget work. Um, I have enjoyed uh, being brought up to speed on how we fund things, um, what our priorities have been, what our priorities are going forward. You know, we had an amazing opportunity uh, when I was elected to start using the 1% sales tax to improve our facilities. And we worked from a variety of different viewpoints to make sure that happened in a prudent way. Um, and that's the kind of thing I see as a possibility for our work with uh, the I-74 bridge redevelopment, uh, our work with the federal monies that are coming our way, I think it's $20.00. So uh, prioritization, um, strategizing with a group of people, regardless of whether they all share the same viewpoint, that, that finding that common ground and working to make a better outcome for the people we serve, that's all been part of, um, of my experience on the school board. The mayor points out that uh, the community finances, Moline finances are in very good shape, especially as we're coming out of a pandemic. Do you see that as well? I mean, is the city being well managed as far as its finances are concerned? Well, I, I think it's a little of both, uh, well managed and could use some improvement. Um, it is always wonderful to decrease debt, but we have to not overstate what kind of debt we're re, um, reducing. Uh, we also, it, it, it's wonderful to be a part of a community that really values financial responsibility because that is the foundation from which we can all grow. However, we also really value the services that are promised to us, like efficient and effective leaf and snow removal. And you know, just this weekend and knocking doors, I took some um, pictures of places that were really destroyed. I, I mean, un, not unpassable, but very, very bumpy roads on some of our neighborhood roads. Um, and that, to me, is part of a short-sighted decision-making that really has to stop. Um, it's led to some overspending. Um, it's led to increased labor costs. And that's the kind of thing that I want to work with the council on to uh, be more efficient and still make sure we're providing for the life, health and safety of our residents. As the president of the school board, you have a unique uh, position and viewpoint as far as one form of city financing. That's the uh, TIF districts that are used. You, you set aside an area that needs development or redevelopment or you're expecting a great deal of uh, uh, construction that could occur there and you set up what's called a TIF district which you well know that helps uh, the taxes that are in that area get refunded into that area but some areas don't get that money particularly school districts. Do you think Moline has relied too much on TIF districts? Um. Not, ne not necessarily. I do think we have to always make sure that the TIF district agreements are providing a balanced benefit to the city and to those developers that are involved in those areas. I think we do have to look at what other parts of our city need some sort of incentive, but I I'm all about balance, right? Uh, no extremes. And, and I think that we can meet the needs of our businesses that really need that help uh, so that we can move economic development forward in 
in all corners of the city. Mayor Akery, as you well know, sent a letter uh, criticizing Western Illinois University and its investment in the uh, riverfront uh, campus that it has in Moline. But also the Quad Cities Chamber also added their word to it in much the same agreement. Do you think Western should be developing a better campus at Moline? And do you think it's even possible to, that they can? You know, I really truly believe in partnerships and um, it's true that, you know, when a city or a regional group like the chamber has a, a, an idea for how we can improve a portion of our area, um, we need to explore those options. However, I think the manner in which we do it and the variables that have impacted the partners we're working with, they have to be looked at really carefully because we don't want to alienate people that we want to do business with. Um, the tricky part about putting the pressure on Western Illinois to be an economic driver is that that is an educational institution first and foremost, and it's impacted as a public university by what happens with state budget cuts, with the state budget impasse of 2017, uh, and, and all those kinds of factors. Um, so we really need to assess what plans there are right now, now that they have a new partner in a new president and see if there are concrete plans for moving things forward in a successful way. Um, it, Illinois schools have had a very difficult time with admissions in the last four years because we lost MAP grant funding in 2017 and we sped up the brain drain from Illinois. So there's a long way to recovery, um, but I, I would seek to be a, uh, a responsible partner, a respectful partner with anyone who's part of an educational institution. There. As you pointed out, the biggest construction project in Quad Cities history is coming to an end within a year, year and a half with the new Interstate 74 bridge, opening up 12 acres of prime real estate that actually has utilities under it already in downtown mm -hmm. Moline. Part of it is a public space. Hopefully they talked about putting in a park perhaps that, that faces the Mississippi River. What else do you want to see for that 12 acre land? What do you think is possible and how do you envision it? Oh, I think that we have to tie into our active and healthy lifestyle and really start to brand that as a piece of our identity here in the Quad Cities. I mean, we have this amazing natural wonder right in our backyard, and um, there are so many ways that our community members take advantage of that, um, let alone the people who come here for tourism, and those are dollars that help our city fill our city coffers. So we definitely need to look at how an active, healthy lifestyle can be tied into whatever kinds of business uh, or commercial projects are a part of that. I definitely don't think a concrete jungle um, should take over the, all of that space. Um, and so again, I would seek balance there. And, and for sure, all of the community engagement that must go with a, a project of that size um, all of the good work uh, with the team of the council and professionals in the city uh, government, that's very important to find the right solution for that area. You almost see it as a white sheet of paper that you can really draw upon. On the other hand, on the opposite side of the city, you have a commercial development such as South Park Mall, where malls are being brought down by the pandemic as well as the shopping habits of Americans. What do you want to see done in that area that's so important, that commercial area and that retail revenue that comes into Moline? Yeah, I have spoken with some business owners that have some amazing ideas for some of those large spaces. Um, they're, they're pretty complex. 
Um, but they really could benefit a wide variety of people in Moline uh, and the Quad Cities as a whole. So we, like I've mentioned, we have to have the staff in place that can work with all these ideas from the inside the community and outside the community from partners, as you mentioned, like the Chamber um, and others who want to see redevelopment um, but we have to have the staff in place to make that happen. And not only are we talking commercial property, you have to, uh, have to also talk about residential property. How do you want to see the, the housing in Moline grow and prosper? You know, I, um, I know that there is very little land left for new building. Um, we should still continue to, to find ways to build more rooftops, um, expand our population. Uh, that is a problem we've seen over the last 10 years is a steady decline in our population. Um, the school district is doing its part for sure to make this a place that people want to settle with great curriculum, great facilities, great staff. Uh, and it's time for the city to really look at how we can improve the work that's currently being done or add in a creative way um, to the work that's being done to incentivize homeowners to make repairs, uh, much like we do for new homes. We need, we need to do that for existing homes as well. We might need to look um, into how we can partner with landlords to make uh, improvements happen. And I think we should continue to support uh, the Moline Deve Community Development Corporation and a lot of the work they're doing targeting specific neighborhoods um, to make improvements. So there, there's a lot of room for growth and I'm excited about those possibilities. Moline mayoral candidate Sangeeta Rayapati, and you can check out her challenger, Moline Mayor Stephanie Acri, on another podcast. Early voting going on right now throughout Rock Island County for all the major offices with contested races in the April 6th general election. Make sure you get out and vote because, as we've seen time and again, your vote really does count, particularly on the local level. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.